Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 641, So Long Halo. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my good buddies, Rob. Hey, everybody. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Hello. And Brun. Uh, also known as BJSwick33. Hello, hello. All right. Before we start, got to always say we're not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. Um, so we are into February, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. What what was our was we doing extraction? Is that what we were doing for our game and pass game of the month? Uh, we did the gunk in January. I mean, I guess you you. You could. I was going to vote for Hit Me, but I mean, I'm cool with Extraction or Hit Me. Rob, which one do you want to throw in there? Let's do Hit Me. What do you vote? Hit Man. Yeah. Hit Man. <laughs> so I'll say Hit Man 3, but it is the Hit Man Collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Because you get all three games. So um, that is going to be our TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for February. 2022 yep all right so we're gonna uh you're coming at you a little late this week but uh thanks to my two amazing hosts for helping me out um during the week is just not going to work for a little bit for me so they're getting together on a sunday night to do this so we can still get a show to you um so let's get into what we have been playing all right rob what have you been playing? Guardians of the Galaxy, also known as the game nope. that goes on forever. This is now, the game that never ends. <laughs> it's on and on, my friend. <laughs> oh, I know I'm close to the end, and it's just I just dread the the battles that you get in there. And they have this like really annoying thing. I don't, I'm going to try not to spoiler it, where you basically are in this, not really scripted thing, but you're in this situation where you're talking to somebody, and then you have to convince them uh, kind of like to realize something is going on. So it presents you like during the dialogue, you have it gives you like three choices of how you want to respond like you know do you want to try to talk them out of it do you want to try to you know there's three different options and there's three of these and if you don't get them right it makes you repeat the whole thing over again so it's just basically this person kind of goes nutty and then you're sitting there watching like the the scene into this thing and oh man I play this thing like five times and I'm like, screw this. I'm going, I'm finding the, the cheat sheet on how to choose these. <laughs> and it's not like apparent. It's not like, okay, like you're trying to talk somebody out of it. And like option one is talk them out of it. And option two is, you know, you know, destroy the table and then, you know, kick the dog. You know, it's, it's, it's not obvious. It's like they're all very plausible. 
And that was kind of garbagey. That, that kind of really irritated me. And what irritated me even more was the massive boss battle again after that. So anyway, but uh, <laughs> I, at some point this week, I'm going to get this thing done. And uh, it's funny. It's like this game that I really liked is becoming just a grind. And well, I don't know. But that is, yeah, that's probably the, the main thing I've been playing if not the only. How about you guys? How about it, Bron? Um, well, I played a couple rounds of Battlefield of uh, complete. I wanted to like complete my at least bronze medal every weapon in the game, so I've done that already, and I'm almost close to doing all the specialists and stuff, but um, played a couple rounds of that. Uh, not too much. Been still playing a lot of Tarkov, um, so, which is still kind of what I've been playing the most of. Um, and then also Hitman, uh, having fun with it. And then Apex is starting a new season coming up, so I reinstalled and played a couple uh, rounds of Silo today. Um, he's He was happy enough to uh, send me into a couple rounds with him, knowing that I haven't played in a couple months, and boy, am I rusty. Oh, boy, that's bad. I was like, uh, thanks for being punished <laughs> for a few rounds. To take me in there, it was nothing. All our losses were not his fault; they were definitely all mine. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's it for me. All right, um, I did. I finished off of the story to Far Cry Six. I think I, I think I talked about that last week. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. And how disappointing it was. Okay. Yep. Um, so I, I think I, I played like a little bit more, just kind of doing some side stuff. But I think I'm officially done with it. Um, I did play some hitman um i did i I, that that game is so hard for me (laughs) i got so i got past like the training i'm in a mission where like i'm in a huge house like there's some like party it's a big party there's like some but it's like this guy who's um uh, everybody knows he's like some kind of music guy, I think, or some some important guy, but he's like in the music industry or something. And you're supposed to like take out two different people in this gigantic mansion. And I just I kept wandering around. I even disguised him. I took the the the, the music guy out and was walk. I could never get like the people alone. Mm. They were always surrounded by people, and I just so I'm like. I don't know what to do. So I, I haven't gone back to it, but um, I did. I did get to that point um, again. So that's in Hitman One. I'm trying to kind of go back and start. So um, I'll eventually get back to it, but I don't know when. Um, I did play some more Rainbow Six Extraction. Really do enjoy that game. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And I actually picked up an a game that's been embarrassingly in my backlog for, I think two to three years. And that's ghost recon breakpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one that I, I bought and I don't know when I first played it, I didn't like it. It was bad when it first came out. It was bad. It was rough. It's when it a first completely came out. Completely different game now. And I love that I have AI again. Um, because I think we ha- we had the AI in Wildlands, and then they it's like they took it out um, in Breakpoint when it first came out. So 
but I got back into it. I just kind of where I left off and man, I can't stop playing it. Yeah. After it, it is so good now. <laughs> yeah. After the game, the stuff that you can carry on with and like do like the, I want to call, I want to say RPG level type thing, but like go on with like your friends and stuff and kind of continue after that was really fun. Cause they did that free weekend, like a month ago or something. I played with like Shepard and, and stuff. And like, I had a blast, like the game's really fun. Like yeah. go around and do all those things. So like they really buckled, you know, they buckled down and worked on it and got it fixed and, and did what they did. It's actually pretty good. And I'm not exactly sure, like, there's so much to do. And I remember one of the things I didn't like, and I still don't like, is when you go to, like, the mission screen, It it's so confusing. And it's like, I, I still, like, don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So there's, like, main missions, side missions, collectible missions, faction missions. Um. And it's just like right now I'm just doing main missions and then I'll do like the weapon collectibles and stuff like that as I see them where I'm like as I'm passing by. Um, but I'm just focusing on and then on the main missions, there's like episode one, episode two, episode three. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm like, is that were those like DLC is episode one, like the original story from the game? Was there DLC added in or? You know, did I buy the deluxe version that, you know, downloaded all that? So I'm like trying to focus on episode one main missions right now. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I'm not even because there's so much. This game is like, my goodness, I've been playing it a ton. And I, I like I feel like, well, at this point, I should be done with the main story. And I haven't even done completed episode one's main story. So um, there's a lot of content, a lot of options. Um, there's PVP, there's a raid, um, that I thought was, I'm like, Ooh, that might be fun to do in this style of game, but I can't do the raid until I do a PVP match. I'm like, I don't want to do PVP, (laughs) but so I'm sticking to the story right now. I'm not, I haven't co-opted with anyone. I'm just using AI and just kind of running around doing my own thing. And I'm having a blast. I, I really do. Uh, enjoy the game so they've they've made huge strides from when it, they first put it out so and then lastly uh been playing a lot of beat star on my phone and just wanted to tell rob <clears throat> if you launch the game you're gonna see a whole bunch of brags from me the scores i beat of yours <laughs> just saying <laughs> so let's see that won't last shocked- long you shocked him so much, he's not even saying anything. I probably knocked him out. Well, I was muted. No, I, I, was, I was saying that uh, I, I noticed. I get the notifications when you beat my score. The only thing is, I'm like, why does he keep playing like Justin Bieber and um, Britney Spears songs and all of those? <laughs> hmm. oh, you had me at Justin Bieber. I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no no yeah is it like a pur- is it like a purple icon with like does it look like a piano key thing thing or? yeah i think that's right. no it's called beat stars it's well okay i think I've- oh yeah it's yeah. purplish now yes with okay. the piano key looking thing so okay yeah, it's a fun yeah. it's a fun game i like it yeah but- mm-hmm. 
right. Uh, those freaking swipes, man. I hate those swipes. Yeah. <laughs> freaking things kill me every time. Because it's like you do it, but it doesn't register it. Is, is that what happens? Yeah. Or, or I don't, or I just tap it. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it depends if it's like, especially if it's a hard song. I just, I can't, my brain doesn't work that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I tried, uh, I, I played Duhost from Ramstein. Oh, and it's an extreme. Ugh. And I was just like, I was telling my youngest son, Damien, I was like, this is not going to be pretty. And I completed the song. And no way. You beat your score, by the way. By, I think, double your score. <laughs> I was like, because I was like, how did Rob do so low on that one? I'm like. So I tried but, it once um, and I said, screw this. <laughs> I only did it once too, but so maybe I'm just that much better than you, but maybe no, it, that was insane, man. Yeah. It, it was so hard. And I'm like, I don't like playing hard or extreme songs. Yeah, me so. either. <laughs> <laughs> That's why do host only got played once. <laughs> same, same here. Yeah. I don't do it again. Yeah. I usually, uh, like, what is it? Like five star, the, uh, the regular, the normal ones, yeah and then the rest is eh. yeah never mind yeah <laughs> yeah that's a young man's game there so yeah and it, what's weird is like so i play it on my phone and it's a it's like a three finger game at least the, the way yeah, that i but play you only have really only got two fingers well it's like <laughs> so you have to like so i play with like four fingers but I switch off between hands and sometimes you got the wrong finger on the wrong hand. <laughs> Dude, I just use my thumbs. Really? Yeah. That works. Uh, well, apparently it part, does. Yeah. I mean, I'm beating your scores. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So, so you're using twice as many fingers and I'm still whooping your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're not using any fingers. That's like the modern day of, I can do better with one hand tied behind my back. <laughs> yeah. I can beat you with only two thumbs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you haven't I don't know because starts, I'm holding but, my phone. Yeah. How do you, how would you play with more than just your thumbs? I have to put it on the table. Oh, okay. So, so I place I, no, it. I'm always holding it. Yeah. So I place it on a table and I usually prop up the, the top end of the phone. And I then, see. yeah. Okay. It's it's a fun game. The only thing is, I I absolutely hate that it's just nothing but ads. I like why don't they put an ad free version of this? I would actually pay yeah, like ten bucks to have an ad free version. They I, might I hate do it. it. They might do it. And I deleted it. <laughs> nice. That was no. yeah. No, it's a free game. So there's like freaking ads all the time, and they're annoying. It's the ones that make you sit there and then it's like they put the little thing up there and you hit it and it's like, oh, no, we're going to take you to the page to download it. And then you have to hit done and then it takes you back to the ad. And then you have to hit the X and sometimes it you hit the X and it just takes you back to the ad. <laughs> it's like, oh. But you usually do get something for the ads, which is well, you do sort you of okay, do. but still, yeah, but I'm I'm like two cards for one of your music box or yeah. a couple of the little gems to keep your streaks going. It's just, it's not worth it for, you know, yeah, that's the only annoying part of the game is that it's too much. Yep. I think the ads are too many. So I just oh, would agreed. rather not have them. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. 
fuck. I still play it. It's a fun game. Yeah. And especially when you're paying, like, I do the season pass because it does give you access to a lot more songs. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I'm paying you 15 bucks or whatever it is for the season pass and you're still hitting me with ads. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I'm if I'm in a season pass, like, get rid of the ads. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, like, I know what you're saying. But, but they are they are pretty plentiful with the, or they're pretty free with the the songs because i've got like yeah 90 some songs already yeah i think i'm like yeah. almost to 80 or something i think i'm like 78 or something yeah and so. um and a little tipper with those gems the best thing to buy with the gems is the what do they call it the previous release crate or uh, whatever it is oh it's, yeah it's 149 gems and those are songs that are only available that way so if you're going to spend your gems do it on that i usually just save the gems to keep my streak going when i'm on a hard song or something so that's the only way i can get through those things man yeah yep five gems to keep your streak going and just keep going oh now it's seven gems now it's 12 (laughs) gems by the time the game's over you're sweating and it's like, I got no gems left. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's not an Xbox game, but if someone's looking for a fun music game, it, like I said, it is free. There's some ads. Um, and it, what I like about one thing I really do like about, it, and I do want to mention this too, is that like on the, on the, and I don't know if it does this on Android. Um, it probably does, but on the iPhone it does. So when you are, when you favorite a song in there, you can sync it to your Apple Music and it'll create a BeatStars playlist. Oh wow. Okay. So that's really fun. And actually I found a lot of music. Like there's a lot of stuff on here that's not normally what I listen to. Right. But this game has really like I really like these me I really like these songs. Like there's stuff by like Post Malone. I'm like, who I don't even know who that is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now I know one of his songs and I really dig it. And there's a lot of people that are like pop musicians or you know, kind of almost rap, which I really don't like, or, you know, things like that, or, or even like, I don't know, like these divas, you know, they're, they're just really good. I like the music. They're really good songs. It's stuff. All my kids all know it. I don't because I'm an old <laughs> yeah. part, but I'm like started doing this. And then every time you, you do that, it automatically syncs it. So when I'm playing my, I get in my car, I can be like, play my beat star playlist. And I'm hearing the actual songs that I get to play. And I think that helps me do better because especially if I've never heard it, then you don't know the song. Right. So now you you're trying to match your yeah. timing. Yeah. And then now it's like, as you get to know the song, then I do better and I can five star it because it's like, I know the song better. You can anticipate when, when, you know, when to tap. So, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> that's all that I have. <laughs> Um, that's that it? it. So, yeah. um, if you guys listen to us on iTunes or whatever app podcast app you do, uh, please rate us, you know, give us a thumbs up, rate us five stars, tell people to check us out. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook. Um, we're just the Sexbox life. <coughs> we also have a discord group. It's discord.thesexboxlife.com. Um, we, of course, obviously that means we have a website. I think you know what the website is. You go to the website, you can send us a voicemail. 
Um, you can also email us by sending an email to contact at this xboxlife.com. And uh, Rob, why don't you, we did get an email this week. So you want to read that for us? Yeah, we did. Uh, we got an email and they wrote in my wife, who is a big fan of the mobile game Candy Crush and also an Xbox player, uh, was wondering, do you think the Xbox will add achievements to Candy Crush and the other King games? Thank you and love the show. What, what, what do you guys think? Are, are they going to start messing with the game or are they going to leave it be? I don't think they'll force them. I think that'll yeah. be an option for them if they want to do that. Um, or if they or if they make a version of the game for for Xbox and not just for mobile, then it would have them on there. I think it's I, I could see them doing it. Yeah, I could see them giving them like, the option to doing it. Yeah. There's I mean, there's uh there's games on the iPhone that I've played because you get achievements, you know. Um uh, they're they're Xbox branded games, you know. I, I like those actually. And a lot of them have been simple stuff like Wordament or I think Wordament's one oh, yeah. of them, mm-hmm. you know, that, that came out and you can do and they're all like Microsoft games. So but yeah, you get Xbox achievements. It's like, why not? I think it's kind of cool to get them on your phone. I'd actually go back to Candy Crush if, if they put <laughs> if they put uh achievements in it, I think it'd bring a lot of gamers back. <laughs> Sweet. So oh yeah. But I don't know. I got it'd be interesting to see what they do. I, I, why yeah. not? I mean, it again, it's it's you're tapping into the mobile market. If you put that little Xbox tag, I think Wordament has that tag on it. Uh, like you can look up in the app store, at least on the iPhone, you can look up like Microsoft and see those see those games. Um, oh, I don't have Wordament on here. It just it basically just has to connect an Xbox Live. If it's an Xbox right. Live, you get the option of using that framework and and putting achievements in your game. Yeah, you know? so you're just logging into Xbox Live. Yeah, and there you go. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a game that's on Xbox because, like Wordament, I don't think is on the Xbox. It's true, true, game, right? Yeah, yep. So very true. Because you got like the solitaire game and chess and Minesweeper and there's like a bunch of those other games or whatever. I think they all have achievements in them now. Mahjong, yeah, Sudoku, Sudoku, yeah, Solitaire. So there's a bunch. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we did also. So thanks for writing in. We didn't. They didn't leave a a name. Yeah. So we appreciate. Uh, we appreciate the email. Um, and then we got a couple of voicemails. So we've got two from Cat Flap and two from Shamik. So I'm just going to, I'll play Cat Flap, both his email uh, voicemails first, and then we can comment. And then I'll play Shamik. So here we go with Cat Flap. Good morning, gentlemen. Cat Flap 1970 here. I am a little behind listening on your shows. So uh, just completed Far Cry 6. So. If he's behind on listening to our shows, do we even want to give him a credit of answering his voicemails today? Oh, we, we should just move on to the next one. No, we like should. if he can't be courteous enough to stay up to up with us. <laughs> just kidding, you cat flap. Let's let's do that again. Good morning, gentlemen. Cat flap nineteen seventy here. I am a little behind listening on 
of your shows. So, uh, just completed Far Cry 6, a wonderful game, uh, fantastic graphics. The gameplay was uh, similar to what we all know about the Far Cry series. Enjoyed it, completed it. The DLCs, because we bought the Super Duper package, I was always like playing the DLCs. Uh, the DLCs are not very good. I played the first one for 10 minutes and decided, what is this rubbish? And then stopped. The second one, well, yes, never mind. Um, anyone else having the same thoughts on the DLCs of Far Cry? They're just not ticking my box. Love the main game. DLCs are rubbish. Um, Far Cry 5, the DLCs are really good. But this one uh, is just not ticking the boxes, gentlemen. Not at all. Uh, not enjoying it. But there you go. Um, Farwatch. I played that game some time ago. Purchased it on the Xbox. Brilliant game. Very short, like Wingman said. But do you know something? It's a relaxing game. It's a different style of play. And, um, yeah, it was great, actually. Very enjoyable. Do recommend that people give it a try. We're out of time on that one, gentlemen. Um, Goldeneye. I would like a completely rebooted game, but the ability within the game to go to an arcade machine inside the game and play the original game at the original graphics. That would be um, absolutely amazing to be able to... Yeah, to have a new updated game with the old game inside the new game. Um, Some people have done that. I mean, it'd be nice to replay that game. Um, because I might have a lot of uh, late-night gaming on my hands soon. I'm expecting a new sun in May, so hopefully I'll be doing some late-night gaming and catching up on my huge backlog with my small son. I haven't tried Forza yet. That is on the waiting list, and I'm going to dive back into Red Dead 2. Um. Not so much for the horse patting and grooming, but you know, I want to. I want to explore the environment more. I don't think I give it enough time. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to dive back into Red Dead Two. I've got it on disc, so I'm going to have to rebite digitally, digitally, which is a bit annoying. So I'm going to have to repurchase it. But never mind. That's my next adventure. Is Red Dead Two. As always, hope everyone in the community is safe and well. And thanks for joining the show, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> got a sun uh, coming yeah congrats on congrats, that man. yeah That's awesome yeah, but you can use Brun. i won't be i won't be mad yeah yeah and you can you can use mark too i mean that's a much better name than run okay. hey now there needs to be a spell another it one correctly in with a k and don't spell it with a c <laughs> <laughs> those people are crazy that's what the c and mark stands for crazy <laughs> so. and don't use rob because, like, no. you know, they never can figure out, is it Rob? Is it Robert? Is it Bob? Ron. Yeah, I just, you know, yeah. that Rob's not even an option. So yes, <laughs> I hope water all over the computer. <laughs> Don't use Rob. Just <laughs> I was, I was screen. waiting for that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, so I'm curious, Cat Flap. What did you think of, I would love to hear you, you email or message me on xbox or if you want to send another voicemail that's cool i'm curious what your thoughts were on how far cry 6's main story how it ended like 
your involvement in that ending. So let me know what your thoughts were on that. I haven't tried the DLC. I don't probably won't. I know what he's talking about. Far Cry 5 had some like really unique, fun DLC. Um, but I think I'm kind of burned out on... I got still stuff to do in Far Cry 6 if I want to go after more stuff. But it's just like... You hit a point, I think, with these games where it's just like, okay, I'm... I'm kind of done in this world, <laughs> you know, time to move on. So, but, uh, and one other thing too, I forgot. Well, did you guys have any more comments on his message? Uh, I was going to say, it's like, as far as golden, I, I didn't play too much of the original, but I mean, I don't know if it's one of those nostalgia type things. Like if they did, I mean, a, a full, full reboot and go back to like a 007 level, like type games. I mean, probably would be kind of cool, like a spy level game, but, but, yeah. you know, I think it'd be a cool idea if they did that. You could go to the arcade and play it. That'd be neat. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see like an actual modern version of the game. Yeah. That's what I'm that thinking. Doesn't, doesn't follow what the original, but like he said, yeah. And like what Rob, Rob Run just said, you can walk up to an arcade unit or something in the world and then boom, there's, and play the original as it was if you want. Because I think you're going to find out we've done that in other games. I've I've seen that like I think Doom was one, and there's other games. Uh, Far one of the Far Cry games did that, but I'm trying to remember what game it was. But it was one of their titles you could walk in and play, and it was just like, oh, you know, and nostalgia is great until you go and play the game, <laughs> and then you're like, wow, this sucked, <laughs> and it didn't. It's just the times have changed, right? So. Well, thanks, Cat Flap. Um, and before I move on, I did forget. Um, I don't know how I forgot this. I guess I was just stuck on Ghost Recon. I did play Dying Light too. <laughs> uh, that that came out on Friday night, and I played it. Uh, I did play it a little bit um, on Friday night. Um, I completely had forgotten about it, <laughs> and then it was like midnight. I was like, I'm gonna go to bed. And I was like, Oh wait! So I was shutting my. I, I was playing Ghost Recon, and I I went to the home screen and saw the uh, Dying Light icon there, and I was like. Oh, that's right. So I launched it and I was like, let me play just a little bit. So I, I played just a little and then I didn't get on my Xbox at all on Saturday. Uh, very busy day. And I haven't today. I was like back in Ghost Recon. So but uh, yeah, Dying Light 2 is out if you're not aware. So I don't really have a whole lot of comments on it either because I'm too new into it. Right. So. Okay. All righty. Uh, so let's go to Shamik. Oh, Shamik. Please don't make me regret this. I did not pre-screen these voicemails. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, for him, I was like, I should, but uh, do, do me right, Shami. Roll the dice. <laughs> I'm rolling the dice. Here we go. Hey, guys. Um, it's Shamik from Brooklyn. Xbox is prototyping a handheld device for cloud gaming. I would like to know. Are you guys interested in this? And what features do you want it to have? I'm just interested in your insight as far as technical stuff. So um, let me know because I'm definitely interested. I'm definitely sold on it. I would like for it to be around $200, $250, nothing more than that. Okay. All right. So I'll, well, let's talk this one before we go into this next one. Yeah. What do you guys think? Oh. An Xbox dedicated device. Yeah, I think we Mobile. talked about this not too long ago, though, because we were like, well, we kind of already have it. 
you know, like we have our phones and our iPads and stuff. And of course we can hook a controller to it. But then I think you went in and said something like, yeah, but you know, being dedicated, like, okay, is it, it's the Xbox OS, you know, can we, you know, can you still like download games onto it from game pass or whatever would be kind of cool. So like having something dedicated where it wasn't like trying to run a bunch of OS and do other things. It was just strictly for cloud gaming would be kind of cool if they could keep it cheap, you know, like, like, like a switch. Oh yeah. Like or, a switch looking um, thing. A steam deck. Yeah. You know, if you, I would, I would absolutely, you know, if, if they could get game pass on the switch, then I would say we wouldn't need it because yeah. you'd have the switch, right? You'd have that. And I would absolutely use, use that switch a lot. Like I, I don't just, I just don't use it. Right. You know, I ended up giving it to my kids and I just, Eh, the Nintendo games just aren't for me. I love my Xbox games and I love the ecosystem. So uh, a dedicated mobile device, I would absolutely buy it. I bought a backbone playing on the phone. Just isn't even on the backbone. It's just not, doesn't work that great. And I would, but I would want, I would want to be able to download the games to the device somehow. Um, You know, and I know that might be tough because of some of these games are huge. But I mean, you can buy, you know, memory cards that are huge that aren't very big, you know, or I guess <laughs> large in in terabytes, right? But that yeah, don't take up a size. lot of space. That's yeah, there you go. Small in size. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, not in storage. So you, you should still be able to do it because it would be nice to be able to play a game. Like if I'm sitting somewhere, I try, what was I trying to play once? I tried to play. I think oh, Outriders. Um, and maybe that's a bad one because that's, you know, that's a really a co-op game, but you can play it by yourself. It would have been nice to be able to play that uh, on my phone. And I tried it once and it was just so laggy. Like you, ju- it just it's like, nah, this just doesn't work because you're really reliant on a good cell connection. And I'm sorry. I think this G5 thing is crap. Um, 5G. It just 5G, whatever. 5G is not what they're advertising it for. Uh, I'm sorry. I think it's worse than 4G, in my opinion. It has just been a horrible experience, at least on my my provider. Um, it's it's garbage. Who uh, do you have? Is that AT&T? Or? Yeah. Yeah, their 5G is actually not legit 5G. It's just a marketing spin. Yeah, it's not even 4G. Uh, it, it's worse than what I was before. Yeah. I'm like, can I go backwards, people? But anyways, so gaming on on a mobile device, you know, and having to have a you know good signal and the right provider that's gonna, you know, it's for me. I prefer a dedicated device. I could throw the game card in or the memory card, download my game, and have it on there. Um, maybe connect to you know, still have that internet connection through your cell, just so you can get your game updates, so you can do your you know your play anywhere. And if I'm playing on my Xbox and I get to a certain point, you know, I've got the game installed on my mobile device and then I launch it and it's like, oh, okay, we logged into live and you left off here and you continue. That'd be the dream, you know, and I think it would control better. It would, you wouldn't have the lag. Maybe you can get a bigger screen, you know, than your cell phone. And that would be nice. So I'd buy it. Yeah, I I think I would largely pass just because i can't unless it's a big screen i can't see what's going on i can't read anything gotta find glasses i 
I'd rather have a big screen. So if they can make a mobile or a portable device with like a 12-inch screen, <laughs> I'm all for it then. But none of this like, you know, six, seven-inch stuff. That's too small for these old guys. Yeah. Good question. Huh? Yep. All right. Uh, let's hear a second one. It's Shamik again with my second question. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Apple is poaching Xbox engineers because they're interested in possibly um, creating a console. I would like to know what you guys think about this because I'm not a big Apple guy. Um, I'm not interested in this at all. And um, I just want... I just want to know what you guys think about um, Apple creating a console because um, I'm not an Apple guy. I think they're overpriced. I think they just treat they, they treat their customers wrong with their overpriced gadgets. So I just want to know what you guys think about Apple creating a console. All right, Rob. So you're the uh, Android guy of the group here. So I'm going to let you answer that first. What do you think of an Apple? console i wouldn't be surprised if they're going down that road because what they have apple arcade now so having some kind of dedicated device to to do that because you know everybody's getting in on it right you know netflix has their own stuff now apple has their stuff um i wouldn't amazon has luna yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised if, if google's um, dropping stadia though are they dropping it or did they just like back burner it? That's the last uh, I heard. From what I just recently saw, I think it was today or yesterday. It looks like it's going away. Oh, that's yeah. I haven't seen that. So, but that doesn't surprise me. But, uh, you know, just because a company to see if I can find that just because a company tries doesn't mean that they'll be successful at it. True. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, attempts in the past. Like what? Atari just came out with the console. <laughs> yeah right we I mean, all knew that was going to be a joke i since the sort of launch i haven't heard anything since so I, I imagine that that's how it's going but or that it's not going that great for them but uh yeah i, I would not be surprised you know apple is doing you know the phones they're doing a car they're doing like these you know headphones and some upcoming vr stuff or augmented reality stuff so why not? Why not a console? It's just another way to get people into your ecosystem or to keep them in your ecosystem, right? And that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, and to me, I think if they're going to build a console, think of, I think more of like Switch type things than I do like PS5, Xbox Series X type thing. I think more of like it being something handheld carry around because just their experience with their iPads and, and, and everything. And I mean, you know, it, and also I don't see it being highly expensive either. They're going to have to stay since there is such a high level of like so much competition in the console space. That's, that's doing it's successful. Like they're going to have to compete at that price level. When you're talking phones, iPads, you know, laptops and stuff. The reason why they can charge more is because they are the best at it. Like they have the best phones. They have the best iPads. They have the best laptops. There are other good ones out there 
but unfortunately they just keep trying to keep up with Apple when Apple is leading leading the charge. And you do get you do get for what you pay for as well. I in my honest opinion. Um but yeah, I feel like everybody's always chasing them and and where they rule the you know, where they rule the roost like they're not going to come into gaming and and drop a console and be like our console's $1000 because we're Apple and our console's going to be the best. Yeah, that that's not going to fly. Like I don't think sure? that fly with I don't think not with I mean gamers are different than the people that follow and have to have everything like Apple or everything Android or like it, you know the one when it comes to computers and laptops like to me they're they're different than gamers because if you're strictly 100% Apple you're probably I mean unless you do have a console you're not probably playing that many games because you have everything Apple <laughs> so it's like you know, if this is going to be like, oh, if they're just and they could be just targeting the people that only buy Apple stuff. So um, we just have to see what they do. I mean, I did see like a AR VR type headset. Recently rumored yeah. from them, so like maybe they're going to attack that instead of being a traditional gaming. So you just never know. And if that All is right. the case, it's going to be thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've heard from the outsider, Rob, who's the Android guy. You've heard from the Apple guy, Brun. Now, now let now let you can hear from the realist. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not tied to either. I mean, I've I've had my hands on both. I do have an Apple phone. I do have an iPhone. I, I and Brun's right. They make the best phones. Um, at least the software, you know, for the phones. I I've tried android i've tried microsoft um i'm sorry i i ios is awesome and um i do have a watch um apple watch i do really enjoy it um and it's got uh, some really amazing things uh one thing it it i will say this um my my son had um got covid uh but it was right after he had gotten a shot and they had warned us about heart rate for kids well he was at school and his watch was like, hey, you're, it alerted him to like, hey, your heart rate, your resting heart rate is really high. And so he and, and he was able to send me a picture of it. And I was like, dude, we got to get you to the ER right now. You know, I mean, it was really crazy high. Um, so having that type of technology and being able to get him in before something serious happened, you know, was like, you know, I'm, I'm like, OK, Apple, you, you got me on this one. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. They do have some really cool stuff. I do think their stuff is way overpriced. I do people. I do think that uh, Apple has that type of following, like Sony, where where Sony can do no wrong from the fanboys. Apple can do no wrong from the Apple fanboys. You know, I think they're just as as rabid and dedicated to Apple for like I'm not sure why. Now I won't use a Mac. I'm sorry, I'm a Windows guy there on a computer, but. You know, it's okay to mix and match and, and get what works. And so I'm like, I, I'm cool. Rob likes his Android. I'm cool. I might tease him, but I'm not an Apple fanboy. You know, I hate iTunes. I hate some of the things that Apple does and trying to tie people in and lock them down where, you know, I should be an Android guy because you get more freedom. But, you know, but anyway, there's other reasons why I don't, you know, I like Apple and kind of the control because it, it really helps the, um, uh, malware and crap stay out of the store which freaking google play store is like the wild west 
Um, but uh, anywho, um, I as for a console, I would see if they're going to do something. I really think Apple would be more in the casual market. They make a lot of money, like Brun said. They got the Apple Arcade, which doesn't compete with like Game Pass or anything oh. like that. Um, it's just they're just little fun mobile games, and and they make a ton of money. And I think that the casual market is a lot bigger than the dedicated gamers. And I know we probably don't want to admit that, but I thought about it the other day. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about um, some of these acquisitions and how these companies are like Microsoft is, you know, getting King and getting mobile and take two bought, uh, was it Zynga? Yes. Or, okay. You know, and it's like, they're buying these mobile platforms because there's a crazy amount of money and it made me think about my Disney, what is it, Disney Emoji Blitz, I think, that I play every day. And I go to bed and I pull up my iPad and that's it. I'm playing that for a while. And I'm constantly buying more coin packets. And it's just like, I don't even want to know how much money I've put into that game. <laughs> I really don't. I, I do not want to look at my <laughs> Apple statements and see... You know, and but that's the thing is people do because it's just like, oh, here's two bucks, here's three bucks. It's it's like, what's two bucks? You know? And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, let's buy the five dollar one because I get more and it's a better value. You know, you're you're you start to think, oh, let me just, you know, I'm really enjoying the game, let me support them. The next thing you know, you've dumped four or five hundred dollars into the game and you don't even realize it. So that's what I think Apple in a console is more going to do i don't think they're going to come after like the you know expecting you know madden and and fifa and um far cry and ghost recon stuff like that to come to the apple platform i think it's going to be a lot more of here's your mobile stuff you can just play it on your tv it's going to become part of apple tv right i think it's more of like that is is what I would expect from a console from them. So I don't really see them as being any impact to Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft. I, I really don't. And like Google tried to come out with the Stadia. And so a year ago, they they basically shuttered uh, their, their internal game development studios for their own platform um, a, year a, a year after, or, or a year ago, sorry. And now they're making Google, they're changing Google Stadia to Google Stream. So what this is, so what they've taken their quote gaming, which we thought was going to complete with xCloud, right? Xbox Cloud or Cloud or whatever. Um, it's not. Now they're, they're now pitching Google Stream to businesses as a back-end cloud gaming technology that doesn't need to be tied to the Stadia storefront. And they've already partnered with um, Peloton and AT&T um, on different projects. So, you know, I think Google had the money, just like Apple does, to come in and compete with Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. And very quickly, they left. Amazon's got the money. I haven't heard anything about Luna. It's like, I, it's more of like, a, I think they're more of a, like, yeah, here's something Apple could do it as well, but I think they would be, uh, I think they would be way overpriced because they do overprice everything because of the name because people will pay it. 
Um, but I don't think whatever they put out will be a direct competition to Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo. All right, rebuttal. Okay, no rebuttal. <laughs> let's let's get on with the show. Rob's just like, I want to go to sleep. All right, that was it for the voicemail. So thanks everybody. All right, we got one topic tonight. And I'm going to turn it over to Brun. No, me? Because he is super excited by this. Super happy about this news. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, I'm, I like Bungie. And I, and I also play Destiny. Um, haven't in a while, but I, I do. And, and, and the news came out. And this, and now, first off, a couple things. <laughs> this has been in the works for like six months. Three to three to six months, I think, is how long it's been in in the work. So this is not Sony's answer to Microsoft purchasing Activision Blue. Um, but it came out Sony's buying Bungie, and the internet erupts. And I'm just like, just like when Activision or Microsoft bought Activision, you know, the place erupts and and goes crazy. Except for this, for sometimes this this time it was like greatest deal ever like this is so smart congratulations sony like you guys are winners um you know can't wait to play halo on my playstation 5 and it be exclusive to our console you know that's what i saw a lot until those people were quickly corrected that um you don't get halo because bungie doesn't own halo they own one ip which is destiny um well that just shows you that most people on the internet have no idea what they're talking about. Don't have a clue what they're talking about. In, in definitely general, when all, everything. yeah, and definitely when all they do is all they care about is one section of a very large industry. That's all they focus on. That's why, you know, Microsoft bad. Is that music playing? Microsoft bad. Sony good. Right. <laughs> Is it, is that the dying <laughs> sign or the uh, trumpet? It's sign? taps, taps. Yeah, okay. So, so what? I, what I got out of this when when Sony bought this, and I'll tell you my first my my real impression before we go into like you guys talk, and then we can go into like the, the you know people just going completely insane. Um, Sony buys Bungie three point was it three point seven billion. Something six point something. What was the price? I don't even remember. It's in the billions. It's a lot of money. I thought um, it was three point six or three point seven. Yeah. A lot of money. Um, what this is is Sony gets to be the pocketbook, and Bungie is gets to stay completely independent. They get to make their own decisions. They get to make their own games. All their games are cross platform. Um, no games get to be exclusive or don't have to be exclusive. That's not saying that they might not work out a deal later. Who knows? Like they, they say that it, it, just like my, I'll say this, just like Microsoft might say something one day and something else happen. You know, it might be the same. thing. Um, so a lot of people started reading that and it's like, okay, well, what is, what's Sony getting, getting out of this and what they're going to get is going to get talent. They're going to get their talent and they're going to get experience. And the experience they're going to get is with live service gaming. Cause if you don't, I mean, you remember Destiny is a live service game. 
You know, it's a live service game that happens to imply every purchasing option known to man. So that's where I think Bungie and Sony kind of line. They try to suck the money out of every pocket you have on in, you know, in your pants. But um, that's what that they're going to get because Sony is kind of promised like 10 live service games by like 2026 or, or something like that um, because they really need to branch out. Um, really the phenomenal games that Sony puts out are all third person action. What third person action adventure games. They're, they're, they're all the same. They're the same type of game. They're no multiplayer, all single player play through them. Once you're done, you know, so they don't get to reap any money off of those. Like once you buy the game for $70 and you play it and you beat it, you're done. And you're done for until they release a new one four or five years later. So, you know, they really need to get out into these live service games so they can start pumping out content month over month. And that's what, you know, that's what Bungie does, right? They pump out that content. So, and then Bungie gets out of it. Obviously, they get financial support. Um, and Sony Pictures, that's the other thing, I guess, you know, like Bungie wants to... St- you know, stretch out because I think Sony owns almost a monopoly in anime. Um, nobody mentions that, but they also own Sony pictures, which it's means- not a, a monopoly. They have spent years cultivating relationships with those anime studios. Bro. Oh, okay. Come on. Okay. They bought them. Um, <laughs> well, they get a so, pass. Yeah, it's okay. But no, like, so, you know, if Bungie wants to put out like a destiny live action thing, then it can be published by Sony. And, and so, so my honest reaction when I heard this <laughs> was, man, Bungie sucked another company into paying for their stuff. It's like, I've never seen a company get away with this. And I had to ask Rob, I was like, what's the term? Like a gold digger is what, 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 <laughs> what the term is. It's like, you know, they just jump from person to person and they have to be rich so they can get whatever they want. And then whenever they don't, they leave. Because there is a meme out there that's like, okay, we want to be an independent studio. So Microsoft release them. They go and be an independent studio. They don't get to take their IP with them. That stays with Microsoft. But they get to go be their own independent studio because they don't want to make Halo. They make Bungie. But of course, to make that, they got in bed with Activision Blizzard. And then, of course, they did the stuff with Activision Blizzard. But then they're like, we want to be an independent studio. So then they go on their own again. And now they're like, oh, uh, we need money. So now they're in bed with Sony now. So they, they're literally just jumping from, <laughs> from place to place. And I'm just like, man, who are they going to yeah. suck into this? Who are they going to get next time? Because I'll tell you, maybe it won't. Maybe they're happy with this because there was rumors Microsoft was going to repurchase Bungie. But I can tell you the reason why that one probably didn't fall through. And everybody's like, well, it's because they don't like Microsoft. They would rather work with a good with a good gaming company blah 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 uh no it's because microsoft probably wouldn't have gave them everything they wanted for nothing bungie actually approached microsoft a while back yeah about the possibility of the buying buyback or you know buying them and yeah you're right i think microsoft's not going to dump all that kind of money and then they get to maintain their independence yeah just do whatever they want it's just like here just hand me money and i'll keep making games on your platform and everybody else's it's like no 
Yeah. We'll buy. Yeah. Microsoft probably have been fine with it if you had said, OK, we're going to be exclusive to your platform. I wouldn't say I wouldn't even say the game would be exclusive. I would almost think it was like, well, no, you don't get to just you're 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 our developer now. You're back right. under yeah. our umbrella. So like if we want you to work on X game, you're going to go work on X game. And they're saying, no, 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 no. We we just we just need you to pay for our stuff. And what are you so, getting in return? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so. so the thing is, is then what's weird is like they they're they're saying this is like another acquisition, but it's not. The, it, it, it's, it's not funny. it's not an acquisition. It's well, it, it is. It's, it's a it's here's money. Right. And you guys are going to help us with some things. We're probably going to make some Destiny movies so that Sony can make money on those and they don't have to pay licensing because they basically are paying it right now. And um, but, you know, D- D- Bungie can still do whatever they want. They're going to still develop games for the competitor, if you will. Like I, I think and, and they I, can walk away and do whatever, you know, there, there wasn't an acquisition because they're still independent. You can't acquire somebody and they still stay independent doing whatever they want. That's not an acquisition. You just gave them a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, it, even it, it, from that point, doesn't make any sense. Well, what's, they, and they don't have deep pockets. Sony doesn't deeper. And that's and a lot they, of money for one game, one IP. Yeah. Well, I think, like I said, I think the experience part. So, so I mean, yes, if, if Bungie uh, yeah. goes, Bungie may have this game in their mind that they want to build. Right. But the thing is, is they don't want that game or any game that they come up with to be the property of Sony. That's where I think they're coming from. But if Sony has an idea for a game and they want to lean on Bungie for their assistance and help, even if that says, Hey, we need to borrow one half your team or, or part of your team to help run us to get to maybe fire us up another studio. Like we, we may see another studio, you know, pop up out of yeah. Sony, you know, and then those guys just come and train. That's what I'm saying. And, and I mean, so, experience, I mean, we're, we're adults. We we're in the world of it. You know how much experience is worth in our field. Like it's huge. Oh, yeah. It's worth so much money. So when I first saw this, I'm like, you know what? This might be the best match match made in heaven because Bungie gets money and Sony's going to get that experience because like I said, like, you know, other people are saying this too. It's like Sony doesn't have anything other than like other than they're really good. I'm not saying they're not bad, that they're bad games, but they have good games, but they only have one genre. They have one racing game, which is, you know, they haven't released a good one in over a decade. You know, they have one racing game and other than that, everything is a cookie cutter first person or third person adventure game. And they have nothing else in my mind, in my mind. I mean, of course, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, there's darks. I said, okay, you know, gotcha. I understand there's, there's more what? than that. Like Dark Souls, dark Souls. and Demon Souls and, and Bloodborne. I mean, they have Bloodborne. But all I'm saying is like all these ones we always hear about like, oh, Sony only is the only company that makes good games. Yeah, they're a monopoly in good games, right? Um, so... <laughs> You know, they should have to be uh, yeah, broken we, up. We and know share it's those not games. the case. Yeah. We know it's so, not the case. Yeah. They're the only company that makes good games. But again, when you say that, God of War, Horizon, 
you know, Last of Us, Uncharted. They're they're the same. They're the same same genre game. Like they own that genre, which is one hundred percent true. So, but they need to branch out. And definitely, if you're going to have a service like I don't know, like Game Pass, where you have to entice people to pay month over month and stay into the service. But if if you only release four games a year. And they can all be beaten 20 or, you know, anywhere between 40 and 80 hours. You're getting four months of service out of somebody. Hey, guys, I got to take care of something. Um, I'm going to mute. And uh, if if I'm done by if we're still talking by the time I'm done, I'll be back. All right, guys. So, yep. But yeah, I, I mean, that's that's that was my first thought. I was like, hey, man, maybe maybe this is good. You know, it's good for for them and stuff because, like, I'm itching for that that game pass from Sony and having first person things and you know their first party games in there and hopefully day and date. But again, they're one of the services. Like, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy that service and pay for that service and support you. But you got to still release content. But you know, you can't release a God of War every you know two or three months. But this <laughs> like, this purchase doesn't help them immediately it'll be it's in a long, long run it's, it's a, a long, long run. term and yeah. the thing that i think is still odd is the the amount of money and i know bungie's big a lot of people but the amount of money for a single game i mean granted they might have an ip in works or something something new but that's a lot of money for basically having one ip that they own yeah and to not even get the full rights to that that's the thing it's like what are they buying? They have to be buying the talent only because, and even then, even there, how is that going to be given to them? Because Bungie's still independent. You know what I mean? It's like, I I mean, we don't know what the details of that are, but it, it was a strange one. Um, It wasn't, it, it wasn't like with Microsoft's last two, you know, those are acquisitions. Those are, those games are coming to Microsoft. New IPs are going to be exclusive. These games are going to be in Game Pass. All you know, I mean, it's just like the value of Game Pass continues to grow. Yeah. From a Sony standpoint, and someone who's a Sony gamer, nothing has changed. Which I would think that from a Sony fanboy side of you know viewpoint they didn't gain anything out of this. Their company just spent a bunch of money. They didn't gain anything. They didn't gain an exclusive. Yeah. They, they gained talent that may help in the future. But again, it's like, that's a lot of money to, you know, what are you going to do? Put it, turn it in. You know, I think it's more of Sony looking at their live service games. Yeah. Um, and uh, movie rights. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, because Sony's I mean, Unch- not just Uncharted comes out what this week in the theaters. I think so. I think it's this week or the next. It's this month. It's in February. Yeah. Um, they've got Spider Man. They're making massive bank on Spider Man. Oh my you gosh, know. though. But I tell you what, I I love all the Spider Man movies, and I own all of them, and I will be buying them. Sometimes I I just did you see? Okay. Sometimes I have to wonder who makes Sony's decisions, but obviously they're not dumb. They, they're smart people. 
you know, they would they wouldn't be in the job and do what they do if they weren't smart right. about it. But their streaming service they went to for the first streaming service that gets to stream Spider Man for like six months is Stars. Okay. And I was like, I was like, who who has what? stars? <laughs> exactly. That was my point. I mean, unless uh. unless stars is throwing money at them, but that's that's what most people are just like. I'm not paying for another streaming service. They're like, why? Because like it will be on Netflix and Disney Plus, but it was just like, why? Why? Why star? Like stars? Like everybody is. Yeah. I'm completely confused. On why they pick stars. Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea. But yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right. It, it's a, it's a long run thing. I see a lot of people who I follow that are, are, are focused, Sony focused. I wouldn't call them like the bad fanboys, but they are fans. Like, so they are very intelligent when it comes to Sony. Um, they were very kind of confused as well. Um, but then they started to look into it like, okay, in the long run, we're going to get, more games we're going to do this we're going to do that like okay we can see like where this deal long term will be will be good for them um but then like the sony the bad the bad term of the fanboy their first comments were they were getting halo haha take that microsoft we got got halo now and some of the people i was telling you earlier is like some of the people they were jokingly saying it but there were some people they were 100 percent dead serious like they were dead serious because it was it was they said it somebody said you do realize sony or bungie does not own halo franchise that's 343 who's owned by microsoft and it was like oh and then it was tweet deleted you know it's like (laughs) it's like you had no you just thought you 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 just thought ha ha we stuck it to microsoft and you just they did they did nothing did nothing nothing burger yeah yeah i some of the other <laughs> some of the other funny things I, I i saw with this thing here was they're like because they they you know you read through the stuff and and i don't know if you saw the tweets but like you know phil spencer congratulated them on getting bungie yeah they're like hey congratulations you got a great development studio great people this is probably good you know good for whatever and then, you know, I think it was Herman Holst is the one that replied about he's like, it's great time to be a gamer. You know, and 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 during that time, they also said, like, this isn't the last one. This isn't our last acquisition. So the one thing I was like, oh, everybody's like, yeah, this isn't the last one. We're going to get more. They're like, we can't wait to see who it is. I hope it's this person, this person, this person, this person. I'm but just like, it wait. wasn't an acquisition. I know. Well, I'm just saying, well, he's saying <laughs> this isn't our last, whatever this one is. But right. Uh, right. But I'm saying they're saying they're not done purchasing people, right? Well, and everybody's like, and everybody's like, yeah, we're going to get more, and we're going to do this. And and I was just like, wasn't it like less than a week ago? You said all this stuff was bad for gaming, it's, and yeah, well, this and that, and it's just like, what are you saying? You know how and they are. I know. And then they're children. I know. But then the funny part was was <laughs> they're like. <laughs> Now Sony can sit down at the table with Microsoft and say, we got Halo, so you're going to play nice with us because we're, <laughs> we got, not, not Halo, we have, but we have Destiny, so you're going to play nice with us because we got Destiny. We're going to hold Destiny hostage. 
And my first thought comment was like, you're basically sitting down at a table talking to somebody saying, we have your ex-wife held hostage and you're going to play nice with us or else, you know, you're not going to see her again. Yeah. And then Microsoft's sitting back and like, well, we got your entire family and all their families' families held hostage. Yeah. And uh, you can have our ex-wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was my first like funny, that was my first funny <laughs> thought. And I'm just like, Sony's not going to sit down at any table against Microsoft and say, you're going to play nice with us. Almost like we expect them to do this. Like you're going to play nice with us because we have destiny. And I'm just like, no, they're going to play nice with you because you're going to start, you are going to start playing nice. And the thing of, um, in that other story of them stuff, I think it was Herman Hulse, whoever they were interviewing from Sony was like, you know, this is going to be, you know, it's going to be on every platform, you know, this and that. And somebody was commenting, is like, see, Sony is coming out and playing nice and opening up their stuff to everybody. Because they, you know, so Microsoft needs to play nice. And I was just like, see, they're, they're all, and it was, it was, see, they're trying to end the console wars. Is what they were saying by them guys doing this. Like Sony's trying to end the console wars. Because for one, console wars are stupid and they don't exist. And if you had to argue about it, I would say there's only one company trying to fuel them and keep them going. But I also think when somebody picks a fight, when a country invades another country and starts marching across a continent, taking over everything, you know, they think they're just the kings of everything, right? We're doing it our way and you're going to do it. But then people uprise and they come and they start to beat you in the face and start to pound you. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, we would like to end this war because we think it's good that everything comes to peace and, and prosperity and stuff. No, typically the first ones to the table to try to end the war. If they're the ones that start it is because they're getting their face kicked in and they see the writing on the wall. And this is the only way they can not seem weak. And this of course is my opinion, but if this is Sony's attempt to end the console wars, it's because they finally got caught out on all their bull crap. And um, they seen that they they need to change their ways or else they will be left behind. And it took somebody to kind of take it to them, which was Microsoft. And Microsoft isn't taking it to them and trying to play their game. Microsoft was taking it to them by changing the game and changing all this stuff, which is why the argument of they're a monopoly, they're just trying to bankrupt bankrupt sony this is what microsoft does they they bankrupt they buy everything and bankrupt companies and then raise the prices you know and i know microsoft has done that to um oh what's that company or was it that other i can't think of one because it's never happened um because you're just making it up you're you're just fear it's fear mongering and if you watch the latest destin Legary, i i always thought he was a big like sony like Semi Sony so, fanboy. So did I. But and now he's like being called like an Xbox lover and stuff like that. And he's just like, I own every console. Like he he's actually changed my mind on a lot of stuff. And all it did was take me to go educate myself, right? Watch some of yeah. his stuff. He called out and, this one dude well, and it was hilarious. Him. 
but watch him out on his personal channel. That's what I'm talking about. That's 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 where I notice that's where I think the difference is. Yeah. He he seems to be different when he's not tied to IGN. Well, because IGN has to focus on one way. Right. Yeah. Tell, like, exactly. Tell, tell, exactly. Tell, go find something IGN related that talks bad about Tencent. You're not going to because Tencent has stake and money in them. Right. So they're never going to say anything bad about Tencent because if they did, they know right. their job's done. And, and the thing is, I don't blame those guys at IGN for doing that. I mean, I kind of do. I mean, you know, you sit there and try to stand up for everybody else and make everybody else think the way you want want your them to think, but you won't stand up for yourself against Tencent. But yeah, his personal channel, like, I mean, he put that person to task. Like, you're sitting there fear-mongering these people saying this is a monopoly, this is this, this is this, and that all Microsoft wants to do is put all these games on Game Pass and sell it to you for $14.99. So then all you have to have is one service and you get all these games. Like, this is a massive, huge, bad thing. It's like, no, we want you to go pay, like paying $70 a game is better than a service. And I, I, to me, you just do whatever you want with your money. I don't, Mark, I don't know how you are with, I mean, how you feel about that, but like, I would never tell you how to spend your money. You can spend your money any way you want. And I wouldn't expect, I I wouldn't, and I wouldn't expect you to tell me how to spend my money either. Like I get, if I wanted game pass and you wanted to pay $70 a game, then go be, I don't care. Be happy with the games you're playing. That's all I care about. Be happy, you know, about it. But you know, some people just want to completely put a stop to things and force you to do one thing because that's the way their company does it. Like I tell you to go buy game pass because I think it's worth it right now. It's worth it. Can't say it's going to be worth it forever. But as of right now, I'm going to take advantage of it <laughs> it's, because some it's people certainly better now than it was three years ago. Yeah. When it but came I mean, out and I, I bought into it from day one because, you know, and I, I didn't play hardly anything on Game Pass, I think, the first two years. Yeah. I mean, but I was paying for it. Yeah. But because I liked the idea and it's like, I want to support this. I feel like I was a Kickstarter for yeah. Game Pass. And now it's like. I, I love it. There's so much coming to it. It's saving me so much money. You know, it's not often I actually buy a game. I'll go into the the Xbox store and it's like, ooh, what's coming out? Oh, no, that's coming to Game Pass. Uh, oh, no, that one's coming to Game No. Oh, here's one. Oh, okay. I'll have to save money for that one. Yeah. Oh, there's one game. Okay. All the rest are going to come to Game Pass. Sweet. <laughs> Well, and the people that that keep trying to counteract the Game Pass all the time, but it's not sustainable. It's not profitable. Like, there's no way you can take Uh, there's no way you can take fourteen ninety nine a month and it be worth more than sixty dollars, you know, per game or whatever. And and the thing is, those people don't understand. They don't understand the economy of of anything. I know Uh, because and those are the people that pay for their subscription to spotify their subscriptions to hulu to peacock to paramount yeah. to yeah. netflix to freaking they probably have 18 subscriptions yeah but this is the one that's not gonna work yeah all like, right whatever dude it's working there's now 25 million people yeah. on this program and it's only gonna get bigger how, how much how much does it take wh- wh- what's it take to make a game 
depends on the game. I know it depends, but like throw throw <laughs> like I mean I, what a hundred million? A hundred million to make a game? I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Well, if it, I mean, because Microsoft's making two hundred and fifty million a month, let's say on Game Pass. Let's say it's just the nine ninety nine because you kind of kind of average, yeah. yeah, average it down. Right, two hundred and fifty million a month, and they sit there and say, "Well, that's not as much as selling a game at sixty dollars." I'm like, "Yes, but do you understand?" what they need to do they, with that $60. They need to pay the yeah. publisher. They need to pay the developer. They got to do this. They got to do this. They got to do this. They got to spend gotta all pay that the retail, money. The retail yep. store gets money too. Yeah. They got to like, break. They even. get, yeah, they get very, what they get. I think they get, I want to say it was, I remember seeing the breakdown 20%, once before. 20%, something. I thought it was about $40. I think they got more than, what we expected when yeah. I read that breakdown, but I thought yeah. it was like $40 out of the 60 went to back to the developer. Right. Right. Something like that. So, yeah. um, so yeah, it's really, they're getting $40 a game. Right. And, yeah. and they release a game, you know, but again, it's like that, that game. So whoever develops it, they, they might make money. They might not, they're going to have, they have invested a lot. So they're getting their $40 a game, if it doesn't make, you know, X amount of sales, then they didn't make their money back. Right. You know, and then they so, don't have money to fund their next game. And they can't. Right. And the, the studio goes a bust. Right. Now you go, you go in like someone like Microsoft and they're like, okay, we're going to just give you a bunch of money, make this game. You could be making a lot of money because it doesn't matter. Right. You know, they're, they're, you've been paid to get this. So now it's more of like, here's your budget, make the game. Um, we'll put it on game pass and then, yeah. you know, Microsoft is purchasing some content. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and it's also, it's, and, and the thing is that they're going to the people like, yes, there's third parties and stuff that are on there and those deals take a little chunk out, but a majority of this money that's coming from game pass is from games and content they own, which is why they're right. acquiring <laughs> these studios to make this happen. Because the thing right. is, is they don't have to make money each game to fund the next game each they're funding each game month by month based on the number of subscribers so the more subscribers they yeah. can pull in because of these games they're making is why it's successful and then you turn why? around and you look at the other thing the other side of it like sony for example and the reason why they have to sell their games at 70 dollars a pop is because it's one game they have 13 million consoles. You know, the most they've ever sold in one game is 25 million. So 25 million times 60 is however much that is, right? That's what Double they bucks. made. Yeah, that's what they made. And they only get to do that with that company and that IP once, once. every four or five years. Yeah, I'd rather have $250 million coming in every month and that number getting larger every month huh. as you grow subscribers. You know, oh. Netflix used to be like everybody loved Netflix, but that was a you you got a DVD in the mail. Yeah. When they well, first started, it was mailing a DVD to you. So it's like, how how did that how did they sustain that? Because they well, were paying massive amounts for shipping. They just recently discs. Yeah. They just recently made a profit. Just recently right. did they get into the black. And the reason and people are comparing well, that, Game Pass to Netflix, and the thing is, well, like, that's you what can't, I'm, 
Yeah, you can't compare the two. Well, that's what They're I'm not trying to get to. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that it wasn't sustainable to begin with. So they changed. Now they're digital. But then it was, well, I remember when they made the thing where it's like, well, the studios were like, you can't, you can do, when they started to go digital, then the studios were like, well, you can't get our disc based. You're going to have to wait. Like, I think it was originally two weeks because before you could send the discs out because the companies were concerned that streaming it on, on Netflix would eat into their sales right, yeah. of their new movies. And mm-hmm. so it really screwed everything up and Netflix kind of became like almost pointless. So then they started paying for all this content. Well, they have found out they can put billions into their own, uh, their own original content and be successful. Right. I, when I watch Netflix, I'm watching original content. Right. When I'm watching HBO, I only I only subscribe to HBO for their original content, not for a movie that came out in the theaters 20 years ago. Yep. I I don't need to pay somebody $25 a month or whatever it is to watch a movie that I can rent for a buck yeah. or for free. You know, it's been on TV a million times. Like even HBO's had to change their model. All these streaming services are springing up. Everyone's doing it because it's successful. Right. And that's the same thing. Game Pass is just the first ones to do it. And I was talking about this, Braun, 10 years ago. Right. Why wouldn't Gamefly do a digital rental service? I know. I remember all those. I was was like, I would pay so much money for that. Why aren't these companies getting into and doing this? I think I think I said Netflix at one point, you know, when they had it, like these guys already doing it. Why don't you just stream a game portion of it? Right. You know, and everyone sat around and did nothing. Microsoft actually led the way for once and it's great and phil it's spencer, awesome phil spencer had a fight tooth and nail would not let it go yeah nobody wanted to do that there but him he had to yeah. fight because i was reading about it like he had to fight tooth and nail to basically say no like we need to do this we need to do this we need to do this and all of a sudden it worked and you're right netflix only recently became profitable because they're like, and that's why people's like, there's no way Game Pass is profitable. Look how long it took Netflix. And it's like, yeah, because they didn't own anything. Everything on Netflix right. wasn't theirs. And they became profitable because now most of the stuff, the reason why people subscribe is because the stuff that's there, that's it's theirs. And yes, they've raised prices a little bit, but I understand why. Right. But the thing it's is, it's not that bad. Everybody it's freaks not. out when it goes yeah. up a buck. Yeah. It's I'm not like, that who bad. cares? Yeah. It's worth it. You know, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, I'm canceling. I'm not yeah. paying another dollar. Why they're dropping forty bucks a pack for cigarettes or something? Yeah. Well, like, and, and, you guys are, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like priorities. On. But but yeah. that's the thing is, Microsoft started this thing with some third party support, and I'm sure those yeah. third party deals they probably paid a little over to get people to buy in. But now the thing is, is most of the stuff and the reason why people are there are for their is it's going to be for their content. So you can't yep. tell me that's not going to work, and that's why I keep saying Sony. Sony's will work because people want to play their content like they don't. Sony does not need to worry about getting too many third parties in there. In my honest opinion, they just need to I would they just need to drop their own content. And put their stuff on there and put it day and date and it will be it will be successful. Like, yes, they need to do this is where the Bungie Sony and Bungie thing, in my opinion, is actually us is a good. They are good for each other because I really feel like. I think Bungie's getting the better deal again. You know, I think Sony's getting screwed a little bit on this one, to be honest. 
But Sony is willing to do it because I think in the long run, Sony can see like we can get some of these live service games where we can collect money monthly or have season passes and have good games out there that we don't have these long, like empty spaces because Last of Us came out and now we got to wait four or five years for the next Last of Us game because you just can't pump out. A, a, a 10 out of 10 last of us game every two years. It just, it's just almost impossible. You're going to, you're just going to kill your franchise that way. So they got to have something to fill that. But man, I mean the backlog you could have from the Sony games. And, and I think that's why they're also saying as far as a true acquisition to make you happy. Um, that's why they're saying they're not done. That's why they need to pick up some more things because I think they need to put something in their catalog. And also, their catalog is not going to be just on the PlayStation 5. Their catalog is going to be PlayStation 5 and PC, because if you don't, then you're a monopoly, <laughs> based on what people are saying. And, you know, even IGN had an article from, um, uh, from Nadell, or uh, Nadella, right? Um, Sasha Nadella, yeah. Yeah, Sasha. He, they said... At the end of the day, the, uh, the analysis here has to be done through the lens of what the category we're talking about and what about the market structure. Even post this acquisition, we will be number three with sort of a low teens market share, where even the highest players also in the teens. It shows how fragmented content creation platforms are. And so that the fundamental category, yes, we will be a big player in what is a highly fragmented place. They will not be a monopoly. And a lot of people are talking about them being a horizontal monopoly instead of like a vertical or whatever the opposite one is. Um, So, because they'll be behind Tencent and behind Sony. And he said, uh, he also noted that distribution is an important factor to consider and that Microsoft is currently not even the biggest games provider on its own operating system. The, the its own operating system, which is Windows, the biggest games provider on its system is Steam. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, is Microsoft can't be a monopoly because, you know, if you think about it, Microsoft would have to own the distribution. They'd have to own the develop the IP, the developer, the distribution, and the console or place you would play it, and the creation of it. Right. So they would have to own all of it to, to be considered a monopoly because then basically they could just push everybody out and say, no, you will be buy you will be buying an Xbox and you will be purchasing Game Pass to play this game because we said so. And by the way, it's going to be five hundred dollars a month. Like that that's what happens when you kind of do stuff like that. But it's not like that because it's also on PC and you can play things elsewhere and you know, things like, you know, stuff like that. And the thing is, if they turn around and say Microsoft's a monopoly in this case, then that's actually bad news because then Sony will be forced to put all their content on other platforms. Because the only way you can play Spider-Man, who's developed by a Sony company, who's published by a Sony company, who contains the store, the uh, the Sony PlayStation store on the Sony PS5, is all owned by the same place, all distributed in the same place and you can't find it anywhere else. So it'd be the same. The people that are saying Microsoft's a monopoly 
will argue that that's not a monopoly and they're just basically arguing with themselves at that point in time because it's literally the same thing. <laughs> so, uh, alrighty. <laughs> yeah. Good times. I love it. It's, it's been, it's been, I know we're talking about it too. It's been exhausting not to hear or just see people just see it for what it is. Yeah. You know, the company owns the IP. Microsoft's not going to go out and try to bankrupt people. Phil, Sp- I don't think, think Phil Spencer's like that. And now, I, and actually, if they did, it would be very bad. Like, they would not survive on their own either. You know, you got to have need, competition. You got to have that competition. Needs Sony. Sony needs Microsoft. Nintendo doesn't need anybody <laughs> because oh, they're just a, so unique. Talk about but, a closed, closed system who owns everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, they own the cards. You can't make the cards without like. I mean, like, Nintendo, yeah. if they're not a monopoly, then. Nobody is, to be honest. I mean that that's that's the honest truth. Yeah. But this Sony Bungie deal, I think it's it's actually, you know, I like I said, I th- I think they overpaid. I think Bungie's getting a way better deal out of it. But in the long run, I think it's going to help Sony with some of the stuff that they need to have done because they did they sat yeah. they sat on their hands too long. They tried to ride, they tried to ride the wave in a little too long, and it bit them. They are riding high. And they're riding high because everybody was praising them for being number one. And we've seen this time and time again. Whoever's on top always stumbles. We've said it before. Sony did it after PS2 into the PS3 area era. Microsoft did it in the Xbox One era. <laughs> and now Sony's do- and Sony's doing it again. Because we are wondering, like, where where's where are we going to see Sony? with their attitude, like we're number one attitude, you know, like when is it going to show up? And I think without them doing this, that's when it was going to show up. They were going to realize like, Oh crap, we put all our eggs in one basket and then forgot where we put the basket. (laughs) And then we left it there, you know? So I think it's good. I think it's good. And I don't think Microsoft should buy anybody else. And to be honest, I don't think Sony should be purchasing anybody else, but for them to make a they're, successful, they already said they're not done. They said they're not, but I, I, yeah. I I'm curious but, on who it's going to be. But again, I think it's going to be there to help, but uh, like bring up their Game Pass variant or or their subscription service. And again, I'm going to be there to support because I'm I want it. I I I want that. Like, and I want it on PC. Like so. Like I I'm very particular, I guess. But you know, I want that to happen. So, but I, I think, I think, I think Sony's done sticking their stuff on console only. I think they're trying to move to PC just like Microsoft does. They, they said, so there was a, I, and (laughs) we got to wrap this up. Mm -hmm. I, I, I seriously, if you look at Zencaster, we have to wrap this up. Yep. Um, but Jim Ryan said in an interview recently that they are going multi-platform. Um, but that means, that means PlayStation and PC. So, but they, that's what they're looking forward to. So that's, you know, supposedly what they're going to be, be doing. So, I mean, they're, they're going to, they got a good uh, developer and the, to help them on that path. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's, let's jump into the next section and then wrap it up.
Okay, Rob. Mark and Braun, Mark and Braun, Mark and Braun. Yeah. All right. So let's, well, why don't we just do four at a time? Um, first one is Ali Ali World coming out on February 8th, optimized for Series XS and smart delivery. It's a skateboarding action platformer. Uh, then we got El Gancho on February 9th, uh, Besiege console in game preview from ID at Xbox on February 10th, and this is also in game pass. And Breakout Recharged February 10th, optimized for Series XS and smart delivery. Oh boy, that's an old school looking game. Um, yeah, Crossfire it is. <laughs> Crossfire X, uh, February 10th. Game Pass members will have access to the uh, single player campaign Operation Catalyst. So it's not the full game, but you do get to try it out, I, I guess. It's more like I demo. think there's like three campaigns in that game, if I understand right. So we're getting one of them for free. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, cool. Edge of Eternity on February 10th, uh, which is also on Game Pass. Uh, Kung Fu Kickball on February 10th, which is optimized for uh, Series X and S. It's Kung Fu Kickball as a fighting sports game. How about that? Um, the Life and Suffering of Sir Bronte, or Brante, um, which is a narrative-driven hardcore RPG. You're up. Uh, also... Also on the 10th is Nape Retroverse Collection. Um, we got Power Slave Exhumed, which looks like a Doom game. <laughs> old school Doom, yeah. Yeah, really old school. Um, is a Kex, it's a Kex engine port of the classic console game. So hmm. from, what's this, from uh, blending both PlayStation and Saturn versions. So, but, uh, so let's see, it's two, right? Um, Rise of the Third Power on also on the 10th. And then on 11th, we got Ammo Pigs cocked and loaded. <laughs> All right. Uh, also on the 11th, we have Oddworld Stranger's Wrath HD. Uh, Scottfold Shrouded Insanity, February 11th. I hope I said that right. Uh, Spirit Roots on February 11th. Uh, Unbound Worlds Apart, which is also on the 11th. A lot of these are platformers. I see a lot of... Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. Uh, Zigger, uh, Ziggurat 2. Did I say that right? Ziggurat 2? Sure. Uh, February <laughs> 11th. So, And that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, we have no games. Only 17 this week. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for to learn your lesson for the music. Thanks, Rob. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll get Rob in here next week. Uh, he had to take an emergency call, so um, and then, uh, thanks, Bron. It's been fun. Thank you for hopping on in on a Sunday evening. Appreciate it. Oh yeah. No problem. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll be back. I'm Mark KK wingman 709. Take it off. And I'm Bron BJ's week 33. Have a good night.